All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Neil Armstrong reporting the Rose Pitch program, which puts Apollo 11 on a proper heading. Active FM, this is The Void Show. What's happening? I'm so excited, and I should really do say that I've been so excited, and I'm really looking forward to today's episode, right? I'm hoping you are, and, you know, I'm hoping you can't really wait to learn new stuff today. I cannot wait to learn new stuff today, right? Remember that learning is like an exercise to your mind, right? Um, it's like an exercise to your memory, right? Because the more you learn stuff, that's the more your mind broadens, okay? That's the more your memory expands, right? You should know this. I mean, it's like when you want to get that extra two-pack, right? <laughs> when you want to be fit, you should do a physical exercise, right? So it's pretty much the same thing. If you want to broaden your mind, if you want to expand your knowledge, if you want to feed your curiosity, right? If you want some of your profound questions about the natural world to be answered, you should be willing to learn, right? So big ups to you for choosing The Void Show today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being here. Welcome to the show. My name is Andrew, and I'm so excited to be your show host for today, right? And you surely have seen what we're speaking about today. We are speaking about the periodic table, right? (laughs) The periodic table. And, you know, Almost everybody knows what a periodic table is, okay? I'd want to assume that. And if I'm wrong, and yeah, I mean, I could be wrong, most certainly, right? I could be wrong. And if you have no idea what a periodic table is, I mean, calm down, chill, relax, right? You don't have to worry because we're going to figure it out, right? We're going to figure it out today. We're going to maybe answer what is a periodic table? Why is it there, right? And maybe... What And if you have no idea what it looks like, I mean, just go on Google, check it out. Periodic table, what is it? You will kind of get that picture of what it looks like, okay? But today we're going to reveal why it looks like that and maybe go way back in time, right? Just have a bit of a journey, some sort of a journey way back in time, right? To the history of the periodic table. I mean, why is it there? Why is it like that? Okay. And uh, I I should do say that uh, it's one of the most popular symbols in the field of science, right? If you do not find it hanging around, you know, maybe in a wall or in a science classroom, if you don't find it like that, it most probably is in someone's bag, right? Maybe in a textbook or something, right? (laughs) I mean, and that's okay. That's okay, right? But you see, you do not have to be a scientist to understand the periodic table, right? And I'm going to take you to this. Uh, There's a very famous and a popular astrophysicist, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I love what he said. He said, uh, the cosmic perspective comes from the frontiers of science. Yet, not solely uh, the provenance of the scientist. 
it belongs to everyone. I mean, I know I stumbled a bit. Okay, let me just try again. Um, the cosmic perspective comes from the frontiers of science, yet it is not solely the provenance of a scientist. It belongs to everyone, right? And I love what he said. I mean, uh, 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 you see, and I should, uh, let me just add something there. Even though the cosmic perspective could depend on the provenance of a scientist, it, it belongs to everyone, okay? It, it really belongs to everyone. You do not have to be a scientist to understand the natural world, to have the cosmic perspective, right, or to have a perspective about the universe. You you really do not have to be a scientist. And what does that mean? It means you do not have to have a college degree to contribute, right, in the natural world, to have a perception, to have a perspective about the universe, okay? As much as you do not have to have a college degree to be successful or to be um, wealthy, right, or to be rich, you, you don't have to be a scientist to understand, right, uh, the real life, like the, the physical phenomena, what's happening all around us, okay? So so big ups to you for actually tuning in. I mean, I do see that you wanting to take a step in learning new stuff, right? So thank you so much for tuning in. We're speaking about the periodic table today, and right after this, we will be beginning our quest to answer some of your deepest questions about chemistry. Stay tuned. So, the time is now, and now is the time, right? <laughs> okay, so do you have any question about the periodic table? Have you got no idea what a periodic table is? Or maybe you have some sort of a special element you want to add on the periodic table? Maybe you, you think that scientists are probably paid again to lie to us about the periodic table, eh? <laughs> I mean, I'm looking for all those questions and comments, right? Should we have any of those? Send them right through on our WhatsApp line, plus 27845501166. Otherwise, we can find... Um, the code to that WhatsApp number line on our Instagram uh, account, right? It's at activefm777, or you can just send it to our Instagram account, right? That's okay. So, yeah, let's just get right on it. So, we're speaking about the periodic table, right? Um, and maybe to start off with this interesting um, fact, I don't know if it's a fact or what, but there are some people who uh, predict that if Okay, we are assuming here, right? So let us assume that there is some intelligent life form in the universe, right? Or maybe a civilization, something like that. If you're going to go with that assumption, there are some people that predict that the periodic table will be or is the only 
common document we all have, right, with that intelligent life form. That that means, let's assume that there, there are some, uh, you know, aliens in in uh, Pluto, okay? We are assuming that. If that's true, the periodic table should be, or it is predicted that it's the only, it should be the only document we have in common with that kind of civilization or that kind of a life form, right? And I understand why they're saying that because you see, what is a periodic table? That's a table, right, of a list of elements, okay? Um, these and this is not just a table, okay? It's not just a table. It's more than just a simple list because um, it's a powerful tool, okay, that's used to understand the elements as well. If you look at it, uh, it is arranged uh, in a certain way, right? It has rows and it has columns, okay? There are elements that are arranged in a column and uh, elements that are in the same column they belong to the same family, okay? They belong to the same group and elements that are in the same row, they are arranged in such a way that of their increasing or, you know, in, according to their differences in their properties, okay? So it's not just a table, right? Uh, didn't just pull that out of our minds, okay? So so um, I, I wanted to, to, to answer this question of why there are some people that assume that the periodic table should be the only one document we all have in common with any other life form. You see, that's because uh, uh, these elements, they, they, they are literally everything and anything. Okay, what do we mean by that? We mean they make up all known substances. You got that? It, it, it does not matter if it's human-made or if it's, you know, uh, 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 naturally occurring, elements in the periodic table make up all known substances. Your stars, your in the universe, you know, your 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 galaxies, your 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 F, uh, your, your sorry, everything, your your your, your, your the, the phone you're listening with, with, you know, the, the microphone, whatever, right? They literally make up all known substances okay but what are these elements why do we call them elements that's because they are like the basic core <laughs> you get me okay let's 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 make an example with this right um uh a woman is pregnant okay when a woman gets pregnant we know that the a cell is the basic unit of life okay so a child starts off as a cell right which is a basic unit of life okay that's a basic unit of life which means that's where life starts it's like that you cannot break a cell into any simpler branches right you can't literally break down a cell to to you know to any uh, that's our standard point of life okay you, you literally cannot break cell and say that okay we, we, right it's, it's not like that we say it's a cell it's a standard basic unit of life okay so elements are like that they are our you, you cannot break them into simpler substances right that's why we call them elements that's because you literally cannot uh uh break them right they are they are like that right they are pure chemicals that you cannot literally separate into simpler substances or into uh, smaller substances, okay? So that's, that's, that's how it is. And why do we have a periodic table? That's so uh, 
I mean, imagine if a scientist had to memorize all those elements, right? I mean, imagine that it it, it would, you know, it, it would it, it seem like a stretch. It's a stretch, right? It's not necessary, but then it's it's, it's you'd have to, do, right? They do not have to do that, right? They do not have to memorize all the properties of all known elements. But instead, they can just look at the periodic table quickly, right? To see maybe if I'm dealing with this kind of an element, you know, it's having this kind of properties. It's, it belongs to this, you know. So it's 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 easy to. Uh, to 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 understand things, looking at the periodic table, right? You kind of like get a grip quickly of uh, what's happening. So let's speak a little bit about the history of uh, the periodic table, okay? Plus, I've got some amazing gems today in studio, so you, you really don't want to go anywhere. So a bit of history, right? Right. So so um, you see, uh, the periodic table. Um, the maybe its birth, right? <laughs> if that makes sense, I think it does. Its its roots, okay, can literally be traced back all the way to like you know over the past two hundred years, okay. And um, the 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 highlight, I would call it like that, or you know, uh, the the, the time when a lot of things were happening, right? The time where there was a lot of energy, <laughs> right? Uh, the highlight was most probably in the 1800s, okay? Uh, that was a very exciting time in chemistry, right? It was really an exciting time because that's the time when more and more elements uh, began or maybe were being discovered, Okay, every year around those times, you know, scientists were, you know, kept discovering more and more elements. Okay, and obviously, uh, as these elements were being discovered, uh, their properties were being noted as well, right? And what we mean by that, right? Like, what we mean by that, uh, uh, by, 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 by saying, you know, properties being learned being noted we need to check if uh, do they react with water right uh do they conduct electricity you know are they are they hard are they wet are they dull are they crumbly are they are they shiny okay so so those were the pro- some of the properties that were checked with um uh, uh, these elements as they were being discovered, uh, right? That, that's what should literally happen, right? It's what literally happens in the scientific world, right? Um, it's like testing, okay? There's testing of hypothesis in the scientific world, okay? So as time went by, uh, uh, chemists, they, they, they saw that, or maybe let me say, as the understanding of these elements grew, right? As they kept finding these more elements, it, it there was a trace that they saw. There was kind of like a behavior that they saw between uh, these elements. And this is what they saw. They saw that most of these elements share similar traits. Okay? They like share similar traits. Right. So, I mean, I mean, you, you, you could guess this. I mean, you can guess this. If, if we see that there's a pattern that's happening around things, we should probably try to organize what we have 
in a much more meaningful way, right? So that's what scientists did. They they began to, you know, trying to organize these elements in a more meaningful way, right? And that's where the name periodic comes from, right? It's called the periodic table. Why? There's, maybe there's something that's repeating themselves, right? Uh, maybe maybe there's just something that's repeating themselves. And, you know, uh, one of the very first um, scientists to notice this repeating term, you know, or this periodicity of these elements was an English chemist, right? His name is uh, John Newlands, okay? And remember, this is all happening in the 1800s, okay? So it was a very uh, interesting time uh, of those times, right? So what we mean by repeating themselves, remember at the beginning of the show, I said that it's not just a table, okay? But it's a table that's arranged in, in, a, in a beautiful way, right? It's a powerful tool, uh, uh, it's columns and rows, okay? Uh, columns, every element in the same column, they've got, they belong to the same family, okay? So it all began there, right? It all began there, right? So 10 minutes into the show, we probably need a song. And so for today, I've got a special song for you, our own very um, music, okay, from Active. FM, and this one is by Active Worship, uh, Inception album, saying to you, Warzone. And right after this song, we will be diving more deep into the periodic table. So stay tuned. Warzone. Enjoy. Get out. 
And I hope you enjoyed that jam, Inception album, Active Worship, saying to you, War Zone, playing on radio that is Active FM. And of course, it's a radio station but it's active. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> this is The Void Show. I am Andrew, and I am your show host. Uh, we're speaking about the periodic table, okay? And um, if you've just scrolled to this point, um, you might want to go back a little bit to hear more about what we spoke about, okay? We spoke about a little bit of history uh, behind uh, periodic table, okay? Um, everything starts somewhere, so even the periodic table started somewhere. And actually, now, I've got an interesting story that I want to share with you, okay? Now, remember... Uh, so this is what happened, okay? Um, this all happens in the 1800s, and, um, you know, more elements have been discovered, okay? More elements have been discovered. And so it's the understanding of these elements grow, you know, the body of, um, you know, uh, the, the body of an understanding of these elements it grows, right? Uh, we recognize that there's a pattern that happens here, okay? And the very first pattern Wow, I cannot speak now. <laughs> the very first person to notice that there's, a, there's some sort of a behavior that that's happening, you know, as we keep discovering these elements, there's some sort of behavior, right? Some sort of a trace that I see. The very first person to notice that, to notice that repeating pattern, you know, to notice that periodic, that's why it's called periodic table, was the English chemist, okay? His name is John Newlands, okay? So here's a very great story. Here's a very great story that might motivate you, right? But motivate some, right? <laughs> and I'm hoping it will motivate you. So, John Newland, right? An English chemist in 1864. He noticed that, okay, there's some sort of a behavior that's that I see, okay, that I recognize, between these elements, okay, so this is what he did. He made a list, right, of all these known elements, right, in in an order of increasing atomic mass, okay? So every element has uh, a property that we call atomic mass, okay? And what is that? That means... Um, uh, it's, it's like finding a way to calculate uh, how much element weighs in comparison to another one, okay? So it's kind of like I'm taking a mess and I'm finding just a way to measure uh, your mess in comparison to somebody's mess. It's pretty much like that, okay? So he then took all these known elements uh, by that time and he listed them, okay, to in, in ascending order of atomic mass, okay? Guess what he found? He noticed that there's a pattern, okay? So this is what he noticed, that each element, it showed similar properties, okay? It had, like, similar properties. It kind of, like, corresponded in some weird way to elements that are in a certain group, okay? And I, 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 it goes much more in-depth, right? Uh, it really goes much more in-depth, and I don't want to get to that, but I just want to speak of, you know, the overall surface area of what's happening, okay? So he noticed that, no, they, they, these elements are related in some way, okay? And so then Newlands 
called that what, what he saw he called it law of octaves okay he called it law of octaves but guess what guess what that law that he came up with i mean he didn't came up with it he didn't just come up with it right it, it, it he, he 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 said this is the law based on what he has seen okay he he came up with that law and guess what it was not well received right it was not well received a lot of chemists ridiculed a new lens right they ridiculed him that's what happened they ridiculed him and this is actually some of this happened in the meetings right that they had right uh, 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 that they had they just ridiculed him <laughs> right they were like did you try to list all these elements in an alphabetical order i mean because surely and you know in alphabetical order of these elements would you know have some sort of a coincidental pattern did you try to do that <laughs> i mean can you imagine that right? did you try to do that but obviously it was not him naming these elements in alphabetical order right he named it according to an increasing atomic mass right like no man did you try to maybe do this now we know that newlands critics were wrong okay but this is what happened not newton did i keep saying newton he, his name is newlands right <laughs> this is what happened newlands actually stumbled onto something that's very 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 important right yeah, he really stumbled on something that's very very important and that was only seen years years like years uh, uh, after that because you see that later um um uh, 1869 yeah about 1869 there was a russian scientist okay um it was actually a chemist as well a chemistry uh, professor yeah russian chemistry professor so he did the same thing you know he tried to do that but he did it in a different way okay um uh, from the one that um that uh, newlands did and the result of him was that these elements actually they arranged themselves into groups okay and he obviously tried to overwrite them those uh, elements right um actually the result is that each vertical each vertical column right contained those elements with the same kind of uh, properties okay uh, for example if you go in a periodic table uh the first column uh, it, uh, 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 uh hydrogen lithium you know sodium potassium rubidium uh, uh, uh cesium right uh i forgot the other one <laughs> uh, uh those elements they react um strongly with water okay they react strongly with water and as you go down the reaction gets much more stronger okay so those were just kind of behavioral things that were seen um there right right uh uh so 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 yeah i mean and and they 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 were only proven to be right um years after that right right they were, they were only proven to be right okay uh years after they had predicted those elements right and obviously you know uh, as as time went by there were some scientists that now got into the picture you know they published uh, very similar periodic tables right uh, uh, and uh, that's about the same time as the russian scientists they did that even though some were not so accurate but you know 
some of them never came into like uh, you know uh, broad use. People did not really use them. But then you know this Russian scientist and Newlands, they really did uh, a lot into uh, starting all this right and more elements kept being discovered and by the mid 20th century it had been assumed that uh, uh, i mean uh, it, it had not been assumed but what i'm trying to say is that uh, by the 20th century we had what we had known the basic right of what we know today <laughs> right so so yeah, that's pretty much it. I hope you enjoyed the show today. I really did. What is Act of Worship? What? Hello, Act of Worship. My name is Riabetsu Melau, and I am part of Act of Worship. Act of Worship is a group of kingdom builders who use their instruments and vocals as another means to glorify God and have recorded thus far 12 great albums. And I am so privileged and honored to be part of the team. I get to sing back up, I write songs and lead worship, and it's just been an overall blessing to me. So yeah, I'm very grateful for Act of Worship. Well, I think it's time for you to go and listen. Great. So apparently we have reached the end of the Void show today. Please do get in touch with us. We are there on WhatsApp. Uh, plus two seven eight four five zero five four one one six six. Plus two seven eight four five not five. 1166. Otherwise, we can get the code to that WhatsApp number line on our Instagram account at ActiveFM777. Facebook for slash ActiveFM777. Twitter at ActiveFM. Right. And we have our amazing uh, website. Right. Um, if you want a safe platform to get all the shows we have on ActiveFM, um, um, ActiveFM.co.za. Um, we are there on iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, uh, YouTube, uh, Spotify, Gap, Parler, Reddit. And we've got uh, some other shows as well. So um, please also go on our Facebook uh, special, The Void Show page, at The Void Show with Andrew. Uh, there's a poll there um, for the best show of 2020. So I guess you want to listen. I mean, I guess you want to vote for us, right? So you want to just uh, go there and vote for, like, The Void Show. It's only less than five seconds. So please just go there and vote for the void show right so um i'm excited for the next upcoming weeks because we've got some crazy topics to speak right to speak about right <laughs> um, um Albert einstein you know um the nature of electricity uh there's just a lot i mean uh, the star of Bethlehem. that's what we're going to be speaking about in christmas um so there's pretty much a whole lot of bunch of interesting topics that we're going to share so um you want to stay tuned um as for me myself and i all the love. Um, I hope you have a fantastic week ahead of you. I'll see you next time. Same place. Cheers. Active FM. Radio has never been better.